Chapter Fifteen of Stories from the Trenches Funny Tales the Soldiers Tell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories from the Trenches Funny Tales the Soldiers Tell by Carlton Case. Chapter Fifteen The Watchdogs of the Trenches All in the Same Country. The Watchdogs of the Trenches there are stories aplenty of the dash and fire of youth in the trenches but by no means are all the men young who are battling on the front in france there are the territorials the line defenders the men of the provinces with wives and children at home they are wonderful these older fellows said an officer enthusiastically after a visit to the trenches they ought to be decorated every one of them it is of these watchdogs of the trenches that rene bazin has written in lisez moi and the article translated by mary l stevenson is printed in the chicago tribune mr bazin says i am proud of the young fighters but those i am proudest of are the older ones these have passed the age when the hot blood coursing through their veins drives them to adventure they are leaving behind wife children present responsibilities and future plans those things hardest to cast off leaving all this as they have done without a moment's hesitation is proof enough of their courage and from the beginning of the war to the present time i have never talked to a solitary commanding officer that he has not eulogized his territorials these are essentially trench defenders lookout men the young ones do the coursing these attack the others guard but how they do guard how they hold the ground once won nearing the front if you meet them on the march as they are about to be relieved you can recognize them even from afar by two signs they march without any military coquetry even dragging their feet a little and they have everything with them that they can possibly carry sacks blankets cans bagpipes cartridge boxes with the neck of a bottle sticking out of their trousers pocket even when you get near enough to see their faces many of these men do not look at you they are intent upon their own thoughts they know the hard week ahead of them but the wind and rain are already old friends the mud of the trenches does not frighten them patience has long been their lot they accept death's lottery knowing well that they are protecting those they have left behind and they go at it as to a great task whose harvest may not be reaped or even known until months later in truth these men from the provinces vine growers teamsters little peasant farmers the most numerous of all among today's combatants will have played a magnificent role in the great war history will have to proclaim this in justice to the french villages and may the government see fit to honor and aid these silent heroes who have done so much to save the country they disappear quickly lost in the defiles or swallowed up by the mist which night has thickened once in the trenches they find the work begun the previous week and which has been carried on by their comrades hands and when it comes their turn to guard the battlements they hide themselves in the same holes in the clay wall no unnecessary movements no flurry no bravadoes 
no setting off of flashes or grenade and bomb throwing by which the younger troops immediately show their presence in the trenches and which only provokes a reply from the enemy they are holding fast but they keep still about it suddenly the boche are coming there are some splendid sharpshooters in this regiment and in the attack of the seventh and in the surprise attempt of the fourteenth at daybreak it was seen what these men could do an officer said to me they suffer the least loss they excel in shelters of earthwork they merge right into the turf many of the sectors of the front are held by this guard of older men when the german reserves were hurled in pursuit of the belgian army in nineteen fourteen threatening the shores of pas de calais a territorial division checked the onslaught of the best troops of the german empire of their work in the trenches mr bazin writes but do not let anyone think theirs is a life of inaction work is not lacking even night is a time of reports of revictualling of reconnoitering or repairing barbed wire entanglements when the sector is quiet however the territorial enjoys some free hours he writes a great deal makes up for all the time past when he wrote almost no letters at all and for all the time to come when he promises himself to leave the pen hidden on the groove of the inkwell idle on the mantel one of them said to me they have put up a letter-box in my village what will it be good for after the war a swallow's nest many of these letters contain only a recital of uneventful days and the prescribed formalities of friendship or love banal to the general public but dear enough to those who are waiting and who will sit around the lamp of an evening and comment on every word i know young women throughout the country who receive a letter from their husbands every day the war has served as a school for adults sometimes expediency entirely disappears and it is the race which speaks and the hidden faith and the soul which perhaps has never thus been laid bare here is a letter which has been brought to my notice for a year it had been carried in the pocket of a territorial who wrote it as his last will and testament and when he was killed it was sent to his widow read it and see if you would not like to have had him who wrote it as a friend and neighbor my dear to-day as i am writing these lines my heart feels very big and if you ever read them it will be because i died doing my duty i ask you before i go to bring up our children in honour and in memory of me for i have loved them very dearly and i shall have died thinking of them and of you tell them i died on the field of honour and that i ask them to offer the same sacrifice the day france shall need their arms and hearts preserve my certificate of good conduct and later make them know that their father would like to have lived for them and for you whom i have always held so dear now i do not want you to pass the rest of your life worshipping one dead on the contrary if during your life you meet some good industrious young fellow capable of giving you loyal aid in rearing our children join your life with his and never speak to him of me for if he loves you it would only cast the shadow of a dead man upon him it is over my dear 
i love you now and forever even through eternity good-bye i shall await you over there your adoring jean as showing the dogged determined character of these men mr bazin relates the following incident lately when both wind and rain were raging an officer told me of going up to two lookout men immovable at their posts in the first line trench and joking with them he said let's see what do you need less mud i am in the same boat what else this and that you shall have it i promise you tired a little discouraged they made a terrible face looked at him and together replied if you have come to say such things as that sir you better not have come at all discouraged no indeed we're not the kind who get discouraged all in the same country the german officer who confiscated a map of cripple creek belonging to an american traveller and remarked that the german army might get there some time should be classed with the london banker who said to a solicitous mother seeking to send cash to san antonio texas for her wandering son we haven't any correspondent in san antonio but i'll give you a draft on new york and he can ride in and cash it any fine afternoon End of chapter fifteen